We are glad, we are glad, glad that you're here today. Take your Bible, turn with us to uh, the Gospel according to Luke and chapter number 1. The Gospel according to Luke chapter uh, number 1 this morning. Well, the Thanksgiving holiday is now past, and I'm not going to ask you to testify this morning if you had to go out uh, a notch on your belt. Uh, we've passed the Thanksgiving holiday. For most, uh, thoughts have shifted now to the commercialized trends of Christmas. It does not take long to notice that we live in the midst of a selfish, ungrateful, thankless society. In fact, if we went around the room this morning and took up or took the time uh, to total up the time that we spent in this past week, you and I, actually giving thanks, I'm convinced we'd be embarrassed at the total. And in light of all God has done for us, it's heartbreaking to consider how little we offer in return. So this morning, we're going to spend our time considering why He's worthy of our praise and worthy of our thanks, and then see uh, there at the end, if maybe we'll be willing to work a little bit harder at giving thanks. You know, there's a song that we sing. It has these words, To God be the glory, great things He hath done. So loved He the world that He gave us His Son, who yielded His life in atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. You can say the chorus with me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, let the earth hear His voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. O come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give Him the glory, great things He hath done. The title of my message this morning is taken directly from the title of that song, To God Be the Glory. To God Be the Glory. Luke chapter number 1. Look with me, we'll start reading in verse number 46. This is Mary's song of praise. Luke chapter number 1 and verse 46. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath holpen his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, and he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. We're going to consider that matter this morning. To God be the glory. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We're so thankful for who you are, for all you've done, and I pray that So we'd look into your word today. You'd help us to realize uh, just how thankful we should be and just how much glory uh, we should offer to you, praise and honor as well. I pray that you help us uh, as we look in your word today, challenge our hearts, comfort us and, and strengthen us, we pray. Lead us in the way that we should go 
We ask if there's one here without Christ that, Lord, that they'd come and be saved today. I know you love them. I know you'll save them. I pray that they'd receive your gift of grace. Lord, we certainly do love you and thank you for all you have done and all you will do. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory, and it's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Amen. Many times in the passage that we just read, we see a two-word phrase. Those two words are, He hath. To God be the glory. Why? Great things He hath done. In verse 46 of Luke chapter number 1, Mary begins her amazing statement of praise by saying, My soul doth magnify the Lord. To magnify means to declare great. It means to God be the glory. Mary didn't seek praise for herself, but she ascribed all praise to the Lord. And you'll find it's a testimony of humility, of honor, and of happiness. We see humility in verse 46. My soul doth magnify the Lord. We see honor in verse 46. The Lord, He is supreme in authority. And in verse 47, my Savior, He is the source of salvation. We see happiness in verse 47. My spirit hath rejoiced. But then verse 48 gives us the reason why. It opens by saying, for He hath. Mary announces that she has reason to be humble. She has reason to honor the Lord. She has reason to be happy. And these reasons rain down like showers of blessings, one right after the other. To God be the glory, great things He hath done. Consider with me this morning some of these great things from our text and Mary's God-magnifying testimony. Number one is this. If you're taking notes this morning, why? do we give God the glory? What great things has God done? Well, number one is this. God sees me. God sees me. Verse 48. He hath regarded the low estate of His handmaiden. I'm so glad to tell you today He looked beyond my fault and saw my need. God understood my frailty and knew my need. I'm so thankful that Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm so glad that God regarded my low estate and made a way of salvation for me and for you so we could have our sins forgiven. John chapter 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 5, 8, But God commendeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I'm so glad that He saw past my fault and saw what I needed. I'm so glad that He chose to do what was necessary to meet that need. I'm so glad that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. Oh friend, I'm thankful that God sees me. I'm thankful that God sees you. If you're here this morning and a question rings through your mind and your heart and you you doubt and you ask yourself, does God love me? Yes. He's already proven it. He's already proven it. Maybe the question would go through your mind, "Mm, could God save me? Absolutely. The blood of Christ cleanseth from all sin. There's no one 
too low that God can't reach down far enough to save. The blood of Christ is sufficient for salvation. I'm glad that God saw my need. I'm glad that God was willing to overlook my faults. I'm glad that God looked upon His precious Son and the sacrifice made on a hill called Calvary. Glad that God chose to make a way of salvation where there was no way. Wait a minute. It wasn't some sort of uh, conceived exit strategy, plan B come up with along the way, but before the foundation of the world, God already knew what we needed. God sees me. God sees me. Maybe this is the time of year where you feel overlooked. Maybe this is the time of year where you feel uh, overwhelmed or ignored. Maybe this is the time of year where you feel all alone. Can I help you this morning, friend? God sees you. He knows right where you are. He knows exactly what you need. Number two, number two, God supplies me. Right out from our text this morning, in verse 48, we see that God sees us. But in verses 49 and 50, we see that God supplies us. Verse 49, For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him. This morning I'm thankful that a holy and mighty and righteous God in His great mercy loves me and loves you so much that He'd be willing to do great things for us. Lamentations, the title of that book means weeping. And you think about lamentations when when we lament in our mind and there's that feeling of sorrow and there's that feeling of grief, but right in the middle of the book of Lamentations are some verses. Lamentations chapter number 3, verses 22 and 23, where the Bible says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because His compassions fail not. Wait a minute. It goes on. Not only do His compassions not fail, but it says they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Well, I don't know, preacher. There's going to come a time where God doesn't love me anymore. Wrong. His compassions fail not. They're new every morning morning. He's a faithful God. He not only sees you, but friend, He'll supply you as well. He's great in His supply of love, of mercy, of faithfulness, of blessings, of long sufferings. And we could go on and on and on with the list this morning. And might I remind you today, He doesn't have to. Now, I won't speak for you. Let me just speak for myself this morning. But you'll find that those shoes fit you as well. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve the least of His blessings. Yet He is ever faithful to provide. Can I tell you this morning what a great God He is. He sees. He supplies. Number three. Number three. God strengthens me. God strengthens me. Verse 51. The Bible says, He hath showed strength with His arm. I'm so glad 
that I have a God that cares so much for me that I can cast all my cares on Him. I'm glad I have a God that lightens the load. I'm glad I have a God that's able to carry me through. I'm glad I have a God that gives me strength. Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 1, the Bible says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Can I say that again? Because maybe you're here this morning and that's you. You're that lost one. And you say, I don't know that God can reach down far enough for me. The Bible says, The Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither His ear heavy that it cannot hear. Friend, God sees you. God will supply you. And God will strengthen you to God be the glory, great things He hath done. Let me give you a fourth one. God shields me. God shields me. Verse 51 says, He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. Verse 52, He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. There are two things I want you to see here. This matter of God shielding you and shielding me. The first is this. God clears the way. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. I'm so glad this morning that I don't have to depend on the so-called experts of our day, but I have a God and I have a Word that makes the way clear, it makes the way plain, it makes the way safe. I'm glad that God clears the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Oh, it doesn't get any clearer than that. There are a lot of folks today uh, that you'll find that call themselves experts. In fact, mm, I just throw this one in. I saw... Get it all in my head here, how it needs to come out before it just... Because I know what the flesh wants to say. But uh, there was this lady, no, there was this woman um, that posted uh, on social media. I, I saw this post and somebody had prior uh, to this had, had made the original post and it made a comment about trusting the Bible uh, for what it says over now over what the world says. So we should go to the Word of God and hold it as our final authority in all areas of our life. We should trust the Word of God. That was the post. And I read that and I was like, yep, amen. I can agree with that. But this this woman had to get in the comment section and she said, I'm a preacher. Apparently, 1 Timothy 3 isn't in her Bible. But she said, I'm a preacher. And I'll trust my master's degree over your message. Mm -hmm. 
Now, now, now wait. yes, pray for her. Now, now hear me today. There but for the grace of God go you and go me. There are so many voices in our world right now that are trying to confuse you, that are trying to now uh, contort the Word of God, that are trying to get you now uh, to get out of fellowship with God. They're going to lead you down the wrong path and you're going to find there is this matter as you will speak to them uh, or as you will see what they say, you will find that they are all eat up with pride. And in the, in the pride of their own heart, you know, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man and woman, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So who are we going to trust? We're going to need someone that we can trust. And I'm thankful to tell you, I have a God that loves you and loves me so much that He not only inspired His Word, but He's providentially preserved His Word down through the ages so that you and I can go to the printed Word of God. And if you're saved, you have the indwelling Holy Spirit of God. And guess what? You can be shielded from the foolishness that's in this world. You can be shielded from the false teaching. The false truths that are being scattered in this world. I'm glad I don't have to depend on the so-called experts of the day. You realize uh, before the printing press was invented, you didn't have a Bible to carry to your home. You had to depend uh, upon the church. You'd go and they would uh, have one copy and, and the, 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 the preacher or the priest or whoever would study that and then would get up and say, Thus saith the Lord. And you didn't have a way necessarily to double check that for yourself. But I'm thankful in the day in which we live, every one of us can have the precious Word of God. And as we stand and preach, you can look down at the Word of God and say, yes, that's what it says. You don't have to believe today just because Pastor Jeff got up and said it. And I don't want you to believe because of that. I want you to believe because that's what God says. Friends, you're not to uh, elevate me to some weird position or to look at me as Lord, but Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the one we follow. And all I'm here to do today is encourage you, let's just follow Him together. I'm no better than you. I, I, I'm a sinner saved by grace just like you. I had to come to Christ and ask for the gift of grace just like you. I'm subject to like passions just like you. I struggle and slip and fumble and fall just like you. But for some reason, and, and if you have a problem, and, and, and again, it's not about me, if you have a problem, you don't have to take it up with God because it was God that told me, hey, do this. It's God that led me into the ministry. It's God that called me into the ministry. And I, just like you probably, argued with Him a lot. Are you really sure about that, God? Now look, the worst you know about me pales in comparison to the worst I know about myself. Okay? And that pales in comparison to the worst God knows. But thank God for His grace. 
friend, I, I'm not here to be a king. I'm not here to be a Lord. All I'm trying to do is lead God's people as God has put us here to lead. And I want you to know today, God sees you. God will supply you. And God will strengthen you. And God will shield you. You know, we're coming up to a brand new year. And here in a couple of weeks, we'll uh, put out another Bible reading schedule. I know some of you have your own that you do. But if you don't have one, we put that out there, make it available to you so that you can do it. Because there's nothing better than to get the Word of God into you. Into you. Why? Because when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide into all truth. Not only does He clear the way. Oh, well, let me, let me give you a verse. Psalm 48, verse 14. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. God has made some promises. He said He wouldn't leave and He wouldn't forsake. He said that if you'll follow Him, He'll lead the way all the way. He finishes what He starts. So He clears the way, but here's another one. Boy, let this one help you today. Let me just, let me just ask you today. How many of you in the past seven days have through some form, whether printed, digital, or something like that, you've watched the news, read the news, heard something on the news, oh, maybe it was on the radio, maybe it was in a newspaper, but you've looked at something about the mm, junk that's in the world we have. You just raise your hand. You understand it does not take long to turn to these media outlets and your spirit starts to suffer. doesn't take long to look at those things and to start asking the question, what in the world is going on? Or what is going on with this world? Let me help you. Not only does God clear the way, but of a truth, still today in this hour and forevermore, God controls the world. God controls the world. I'm so glad that I don't have to worry about being overlooked. I don't have to worry about being overlorded. I don't have to waste time promoting myself. I don't have to waste time seeking praise. God is in control. Verse 52. He hath put down the mighty from their seats. Might I just stop for a moment and say there are some things going on in our country right now in high government offices that I am 100% opposed to. Our country is being led in the wrong direction. But my Bible says that we're to pray for those that are in authority over us. Why? Because the heart of the king is in the Lord's hand. It's not going to do you any good to worry about it. It's not going to do you any good to whine about it. But it's going to do you good to trust God. He sees you. He supplies you. He'll strengthen you. And friend, He'll shield you. I don't know what's ahead for our country. But as I look at it right now, I don't like what I see coming down the road. 
But there's a God that can put up a sign that says road work ahead and do something about it. God is still in control. He hasn't lost a step. He hasn't lost any power. He still is who He is. And He always will be. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. Let me help you with that one. Well, it just seems in this world nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows what I can do. Will you trust God? He knows exactly where you are because He sees you. And when the time is right, if you'll just be faithful and reliable and dependable, He'll pick you up and use you in His service. I have some wonderful things at my home. They're called tools. And there's something interesting about my tools. I keep them in a tool box. And they're not in some random thrown in disorganized pile. Oh, no, 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 no. Brother Larry, you can get right with God in a little bit. Oh, no, no, no. You have to shut the the drawers at just a certain speed so that nothing moves, you know, because all the wrenches are there by size and metric over here and standard over here and ratchets in this drawer and screwdrivers in that drawer and everything's labeled. Imagine that. And when you go to it, I know what tool I want and I know where it's at. Why? Because I'm shielding it in my tool box. Now, apparently, I'm going to have to start locking that tool box because other people get in there and they don't have the same regard. <laughs> Went home the other day and, and I, you, you all will be proud of me. I didn't say a word. Did not say a word. Went home the other day and my, my wife had taken the time to uh, assemble the Christmas tree. And if you haven't figured it out, that means we have an artificial one. And uh, she assembles this tree and uh, it didn't put anything on it. Cats. And uh, But she set the tree up. And I, I got home and I sat down and I looked and lo and behold, I saw something. It's my utility knife that doesn't get stored in that particular location. I didn't say a word. I was just like, I just, I know it's there now. At least I know where it's at. Be fine. A few minutes later, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm certain that the look on my face didn't change or anything like that. I was hiding it well. And Terry came through and she said, Oh, look at there. I forgot to put that away. And I looked and I said, You're right. You did. <laughs> she put it back in the spot where it goes. You say, well, preacher, that's silly. Let me help you today. You need to be in the spot where you're supposed to be. Don't you get mad at God for overlooking you and choosing somebody else when you weren't in the spot you were supposed to be to start with. And I've dealt with this in my own life. I've dealt with other folks about that. Hey, Reliable. That's I'm there. I, I, I'm there for the Lord's use. If He needs me, great. If He doesn't need me, great. But I'm going to be right here where I'm supposed to be. Why? 
Because when you're in the right spot, you'll find God shields you. God clears the way. He controls the world. Proverbs 21.1, I already told it to you. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithsoever he will. He sees. He knows. I can trust him. I can simply trust him to always do the right thing. That's huge. There are a whole bunch of people in this world that I wonder if they'll do the right thing. I don't ever have to wonder that about God. Why? His way's perfect. He'll guide me in the best way. Let me give you another one. Number five. God satisfies me. Verse 53. He hath filled the hungry with good things. Did you notice that? He hath filled the hungry, not just with things, with good things. We have a God that doesn't leave us barren, but loves us enough to load us with blessings. Psalm 68 and verse 19, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Then comes that little word, Selah. I mean, stop. Think about that for a minute. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. No one sees, supplies, strengthens, shields, and satisfies like our great God. Maybe you know this verse, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now unto Him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, unto Him be glory in the church. Let me give you one more taste of thrilling truth from Mary's testimony. It's this, number six. See, God doesn't just see and God doesn't just supply, strengthen and shield and satisfy. Number six, God sustains me. Verse 54, He hath holpen His servant Israel in remembrance of His mercy. Can I ask you a couple of questions this morning? Aren't you glad God doesn't change? Aren't you glad God never breaks a promise? What a wonderful reminder of praise from Mary as she considers the precious promises of God. Listen to her adoration. My soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. Why? Because God sees. You know what? He looks at my need. Because God supplies. He loves with great mercy. Because God strengthens. He lifts my burdens. Because God shields. He leads my way. Because God satisfies. He loads with benefits. And because God Stains, he lives up to his word. Turn with me to Psalm 34. Take your Bible, turn to Psalm 34. Boy, that's a, I hope you never get tired of hearing that statement. Take your Bible and turn. What a thrill it is to have the word of God. Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Friends, to God be the glory because he's trustworthy. Because He's faithful. Because He's merciful. Because He's near. And there's no need for you and I because of those things. There's no need for us to doubt 
or fear. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12 says, For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that He is able to keep that which I have committed unto Him against that day. To God be the glory, great things He hath done. Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto Him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord in campeth round about them that fear Him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. Let me ask you this morning, do you have a humble heart today? Now you know the answer to that. God knows the answer to that. Are you honoring God? With your life today. Not, not just the moments that you're here, but with your life, the entirety. Are you filled with happiness? Let, let me ask you this question. Are you filled with happiness? Or are you lacking? You just take a moment, pause and do some inner inventory. For all the great things that He's done for us, What are we willing to do for Him? He's worthy. See, it's not about you and it's not about me. It's all about God. And I'm here to encourage you this morning, taste and see that He truly is good. Trust in Him and be blessed. Then magnify the Lord with me. Why? To God be the glory, great things He hath done. Our heads are bowed this morning.